In this episode, you'll meet Shauna Lewis. Shauna is one of the five international licensed dressage naturally instructors, and she's an integral part of the dressage naturally team. If you've ever contacted us, then you've probably interacted with Shauna. She's also a coach inside the Sweet Spot course and does private consults to help you discover which DN resource is best for you and your horse. Her vision as an instructor is to help students and horses become more confident and relaxed, giving students a way to communicate with their horse with clarity and understanding. I think you're going to love meeting Shauna. Hi, I'm Karen Rolfe, and welcome to Horse Training in Harmony. This podcast is about you making progress with your horse in a way that you both can love. It's about learning how to move and be in harmony. Because yes, you really can develop a horse to be both athletic and happy. When we show up as our best selves for our horses, our horses will show up for us. So let's get started. Shauna, thank you so much for uh, deciding to join me on this podcast. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me, Karen. <laughs> Even I'm nervous. I'm here. Yeah. yeah it's so, I'm excited. It's funny because we get to see each other all the time. You're right down the road from me. And as you know, as one of the main parts of the Dressage Naturally team, we get to talk a lot. So this is kind of weird to talk to you on the podcast, but I'm so happy to be able to share you uh, with everybody. So thank you. So I thought... Um, we could start if you could share a little bit of your background and um, what you were doing with horses and how you ended up um, finding out and, and just, you know, getting into dressage naturally. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I, I grew up in um, on a small little farm in Western North Carolina and, and grew up to kind of like you as a horse crazy kid, begged my parents for a pony forever. My, my dad, course he wouldn't give in so he got me a cow first <laughs> and if I would take care of this baby calf then I could <laughs> I could end up with a pony someday <laughs> so of course like I, I took care of that that cow and I actually ended up I, I would ride him and everything so I mean I was really young I was probably only like seven or eight <laughs> I need to see a picture of that somewhere like there's that, a picture of you riding a cow I <laughs> There is somewhere. <laughs> I need to dig that out. It was so funny. So he finally, then he, he came home one day and he had bought me this little racking pony. Like, and I had been taking a few like um, lessons. There wasn't really much opportunity right there in the small town where I lived to have anybody to, you know, to take lessons from. But I was so happy. I didn't care. <laughs> it was a pony. And, um, yeah, and then, and her name was Lexi, so she, I think she, like, I mean, she, I think back to her, like, that horse could not walk, anybody that knows racking horses, like, she literally had, didn't know how to walk, but I, I was able to ha get her to relax enough that she could walk, Wow. <laughs> and actually had a walk, and it was funny, because I can remember getting on her, you know, and it was like, jump on, and we were off to the races, like, she could not, like, not walk at all, so that was, I mean, that was just a highlight, I had her for years, and then, until, you know, I talked to my mom into buying me another horse, <laughs> which was a really young horse, 
which is the same way. Like, I don't know how I didn't have anybody to help me or anything, but this young green horse, I had him for, for a long, long time. Um, you know, and then, you know, of course down the road, I had to in, ended up getting, you know, selling him because I ended up getting married, didn't have a place for my horses, but, but he was with me for a long time. Yeah. And then, like then found another horse down, you know, after a few years, I think I, I was married a few years, had Noah. And then we ended up living near this other farm and was just like, oh my gosh, now I can get an, another horse. So ended up bringing me to the horse Patton. And that was the horse that led me to natural horsemanship. He, I got him another, went to look at him. He was an older horse. He was, you know, 18 or 19 when I got him. Um, I was thinking back of, you know, the story about him, like the lady was like, oh, wow, he really likes you. He's never been this calm with anybody else that showed up to look at him. And so like had him vetted and every, you know, that all worked out ended up buying him and then later you know found out he has like a lot of trauma and emotional issues and ended up finding out about the horse that he was a polo horse and but through that's that's how I ended up in hearing about Pirelli because he wouldn't load on the trailer just really like skeptical of people but he was good with me like I could ride him he was another horse that would get really like worried and jiggy and you know you couldn't ride him out on the trail if you did he would you could feel like he would turn and bolt, but he like, he taught me so much. And, but then I realized like I, he, I was helping him too. Right. And, and then heard, heard about Pirelli through something, went to Kentucky to see them at the horse park there and was just like hooked, you know, it's like, Oh my goodness, they do so much of already the stuff that I felt like I was doing just naturally with mm -hmm. horses and then to find this, this group of people that I could learn from and, you know, learn more about how to help him. And like, he was a horse that he went from, like, you could literally, like, you could not take him out on the trail ride. If anybody else rode him besides me, he would bolt with them, take them back wow. to the barn. But through like what I was learning through creating this other partnership relationship with him, I, I got him where I could ride him with just a neck rope on wow. Out on the road, I lived on these back roads, you know, from where I was uh, lived there in North Carolina, and with just a neck rope, no bridle, no nothing. And people, cars would pass. Wow. People would see me riding this horse. I mean, and I could ride him out, ride him back home three or four miles from the house. And he, he was just a really, really special horse to me. He taught me so much. And, and that's when he was an appendix quarter horse. And that's when I really started learning about dressage, too. And found someone about an hour, two hours from me that would come occasionally and just teach me more about, you know, dressage and stuff. And then, then you came into the picture with Pirelli and I was just like, oh my goodness, there's this person now that I can like really study from and then learn that you were, you know, doing clinics and stuff. And I had, then I had gotten another horse, Walter, and that's what led me to, to you. He was a five-year-old Hanoverian. You were coming to North Carolina, and I was like, signed up, was there, you know? Yeah. Couldn't wait to see you. So, yeah, that was, that was kind of the beginnings, and 
kind of how I how I ended up with dressage naturally or so learning cool. about you. Yeah. And then I don't know, I forget how many years later it was, but um then you're at my place and you know, Shauna just um she just I, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but you're like, Can I help you? you know? And I needed some help and you just you came yeah. and spent some time here and just really we're at the beginning of creating dressage naturally as it is today as far as the resources and us being able to help so many people is largely due to Shauna coming along and giving me a hand just really with whatever I needed and now you're such an integral part to of the running of the business um it's just sort of really cool how that yeah. all grew so. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that was back in, I think I had met you in 2005. Or I'd seen you, came to a Pirelli event that mm -hmm. you were doing a demo. I, I forget the year of that. And then the next year was the clinic. Yeah. That was 2006, I think, that spring. And by I can remember after that clinic going, oh, my gosh, I have to go to Florida. I have to go to Florida. <laughs> and that was that fall. Like I had remember I'd paid I think I forget how, for how many lessons and I was like, I'm coming, I'm coming. So as a family, we scheduled to come. And of course, then my life took a turn, you know, it's had some big shifts in my life, but I still was like, I just want to come. And I can remember you emailing me or we talked on the phone and was like, listen, I'm pulling in a camper. If you want to come, <laughs> you can, you can show up. So I, I just remember having the, my horse trailer pack and the car packed so that when you said, okay, you can come, we were on the road the next day. Yeah. And the rest was <laughs> the I just couldn't wait to get there. And that was like four months, I think I stayed with yeah. you on your farm. Yeah. It was just amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been really fun The you know, we all grew together, Shauna, <laughs> like you and me and the business. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting yeah. hearing, like hearing more of those stories of you with the horses. So it's kind of been like a theme when I think about you and how you really help students, the two words that came to my mind were relaxation and relationship. And like, wow, that was starting early on, like from your first pony. It's like the puzzle of relaxation. And then with Pat and the relaxation and the relationship. So it makes perfect sense <laughs> that that's your, I think, one of your, you know, I'm going to say expertise. It's it's more than that. It's kind of your, your special sauce. <laughs> it's, you know, who you are. I think that's something that you're, that you're yeah. really, really good at. And I, and I've seen you with students and, um, be able to, and horses, be able to really help with those pieces of relaxation. So, um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about, um, some of your favorite ways of helping students and horses with, with those pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I find like, I know for myself, I've used the emotional freedom technique, which is the tapping technique. And I, and I love the moving massage and I feel like they go so much hand in hand, the two of them. Mm -hmm. And then there's different reasons why I use different ones, but I, I do it for myself to really find that place of grounding, to let go of the emotional things that I tend to hold on to. And for anyone who doesn't know about what EFT is, it's, it's a technique that really quiets the nervous system and it helps to heal from, you know, emotional trauma. It can help with physical pain, uh, performance anxiety, or just anxiety in general. Really, you can tap on 
anything that you're feeling to, to help. Mm-hmm. And then it, I just feel so much better. I feel like I'm in a place of, I can really be in the moment that I'm not in my head so much. And it kind of quiets all of that and just really helps you feel more relaxed and, and grounded. And um, For yeah, I've used that so much with so many of the horses, especially like, I think back then it's like, I was thinking this too. I didn't realize it was a theme too, but as mm-hmm. I started thinking about all the horses, I was like, wow, yeah, it has been like a theme for, for how I've, you know, dealt with any, yeah. any, or had my relationships with all the horses. Um, another horse in particular, you may remember is the horse, um, Puck, the Arab that oh, I got. The Arab, yeah. I feel like, yeah, he was so had so much emotional trauma, and that's really the first time I got introduced to the tapping therapy with him because David Lichman was helping me with him, Can and you, he like showed me some of the tapping okay. stuff with him. Can you describe like for anybody who's still like what the tapping? Can you like describe what it <laughs> like what it looks like what that protocol? is um just for anybody who's not yeah so yeah so if we think like well in chinese medicine each meridian is associated with emotion so for us as humans the way i do it on myself i tap on a serious series of points um which are through those meridians so it's like the acupressure point so there's different points that you tap on as you're talking through a painful situation or a situation that's, you know, creating anxiety in your life or a stressful situation. And as you talk through those things and you're tapping on those points, it's going to help release those feelings that are overwhelming, the stuck emotions and bring all those emotions into balance Mm -hmm. because it really clears and opens up where those meridians, where there's that stuck energy yeah. So, um, like old stories that you have, you know, you know, create trapped emotions, right? So by helping, it's a way to help you and your horse, like let go of the old stories or, um, with horses, I've seen it really resolve like physical and behavioral challenges by being able to tap on that. And for the horses, you know, because they have like a, their own operating system, we know that fight and flight, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic system, we really, by tapping on those and there's, and because they're so in tune with us and our emotions, it's a really a great way to help release those emotions in them too. So I tap, I start by tapping like on that bladder meridian Mm -hmm. that, you know, travels just below like their, you know, their um, neck just so, so that you're tapping on that and then tapping like lightly like on the withers, but really that, that bladder meridian kind of is where I You can move to other points. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just like the, yeah, the crest of the neck there. It parallels with the spine, I guess, that, okay. that meridian that runs along the neck. Um, yeah, and so by tapping on there, and you can be saying the same things to them. I find myself, just like, you know, when we're doing moving massage, it's very similar. Like, I'm, I'm usually telling my horse, I know you're scared, or I know you're you're worried about this particular thing, but like you're good and you're safe and you're okay. I'm here with you. I've got you. Like you can let that go. So I, you know, sometimes I tend to say it out loud, but I can be tapping at the same time on that meridian so that it starts to release. So it's something that happens with 
some people call it a technique, but I, I mean, I think of it so much like the moving massage. It just, it really opens up that energy flow. And pretty soon you'll see the horses like start to lick and chew or just, you know, relax more. They soften in their eyes. Um, the yawning, sometimes you can get really lots of yawning, a change in their breathing, a change in their gait. So, and I do it. I can, I start it standing still a lot of times, but then I end up taking it in motion too. That's so cool. So, but I, I've seen it really, really powerful that the Arab that I was saying, he, I did lots of it from him and it made such a huge, huge difference in him like he was he had so much trauma like I just I mean I got to a point where I was like I don't know if I can do you know do this horse like he was getting better but he still had just you know David always described him as the kite on the end of the street like, you know, he, like he, he was pretty wild <laughs> yeah yeah and I you know ended up with him I I, I didn't really go looking for him <laughs> But I, when I went to see him, he, <laughs> I feel like he chose me. I mean, it still gives me chills, like, to this day when I talk about him. Because he, he, I went to see him. I had met his owners, very lovely people. They were into Arabs, and they showed. And and, and good for him. They, they had him in the English pleasure training, but they you know, pulled the plug on it, decided to take him out of training. He was not having anything to do with that type training. Very like, you know, try to kill people, come out people with their mouths open, like bucking people off, like bolting, you know, just all of those things. And, and I went to see him that day and I remember them going in with him, turning him loose in the arena, like the, you know, most Arab people do and letting them run around so that you can see them. Mm -hmm. You know, we know they're like scared. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> but he, he took off. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but I can still, still remember the day, like he took off flying to the far end of the arena, but like wheeled around and come like just as fast back straight towards me. And I'm like, oh gosh, is he going to stop? What's he going to do? And I just kind of backed up a couple steps and he literally stopped and put his head in my chest. Oh my gosh. And like, I mean, it made me cry. Like, and the late, the owner, I mean, she started bawling. She started crying. She's like, I have never seen anything like wow. that. And I just stood there with him and put my hand on him and I just waited. And then I was like, you know, to myself, I'm thinking, well, would you come with me? I was like, I didn't put a halter anything on him. And he followed me around wow. and stayed right with me. And like, yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll take him. <laughs> I just, you know, how do you, <laughs> I didn't ride him. I didn't do anything. Like I just was like, I went home and I called them back. And I remember they, they had me sign. I don't, I, it was pages of stuff that he had done to other trainers. And they were just like, please, Shauna, be careful with this horse. Like, you know, and he was difficult. He was like really hard, but like over time, like he just, he was completely different horse and I can remember he was the one time one horse that he really taught me patience you know it was like you can't I couldn't push him I had to slow down waited on him and you know scared to death of so many things but he I mean he, now I mean he's with a young girl in South Florida and he's her heart horse so wow you know 
makes me happy. But yeah, he he was he he taught me so much. But it was a lot. I that's where I really that the tapping really like made a big big difference mm-hmm. for him I think it really like let go of a lot of those things and then I was just learning about it now I feel like I know so much more of that with using it with the um the moving massage that's made so much difference because I just yeah. I love that exercise yeah well that's and, so and, cool. I, and I always try to tell my students yeah yeah to to you to do it more than not like really incorporate it into their program with their horses yeah yeah because I think so many times you know when there's a problem whenever there's a problem there's going to be tension unless the problem is your horse is too relaxed but I don't think there's any such thing as too relaxed right but um that we're right, dealing right. we're dealing at a certain you know whatever issue it is and there's this tension that's going to be associated with it and and then a lot of times people try to solve the problem there but I think what you're really masterful at is just dropping the tension level. And then when you do that, sometimes yeah. the problems are solved. And even if there's still, you know, there's still things to work on, you're you're now in a much more um, relaxed state to be able to like talk to the horse and think about it being education because now you have a calm, a calm individual. And, you know, I think you know, that's, that's a lesson I have to keep learning for myself, you know, because I have a lot of techniques and I can work through a lot of stuff, but sometimes just going, well, maybe I don't have to work through this. Maybe I just need to drop it down and get to Mm -hmm. a a different starting point. And yeah. And that's, I think you've got so many, um, that's where your focus is and, and uh, you have a lot of tools to do that. And I, and I think, yeah, that's what, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. And um, I'm I'm curious. You know, I can see how, like, if you're teaching somebody and th- their horse is experiencing this, I can see how you can come in and you can demonstrate that and even do that with the horse. I'm curious um, how you do that with students because I've seen you do this with students. I've seen you be able to like calm students so I'm I'm curious like do you go and tap them or like how do you how do you work through that because often when the horse is tense a lot of times people are tense and who started which I don't know but there's definitely that dynamic there so I'm wondering how you how you've played with that yeah like I I usually try to um yeah, when I have a, a person, I guess who's really like either nervous or uptight, it's like just getting them to talk about something, something different, right? Or like taking their the um, the pressure off of them, asking them more questions, or just getting them, you know. Even sometimes I'm like, hey, just take a deep breath right now. Just take a really deep breath. Maybe tune into something else that's that's around you. I, I will have them do that, tune in to use their other senses to just kind of help them or calm them down. And a lot of times I find it's just really even sometimes just listening, you know, and just sometimes I'll take a deep breath <laughs> too, which sometimes just helps them take a deep breath to relax and stuff. Um, but I, yeah, I found that that, that is one of the things too, especially if I have a student who, you know, just has a hard time being in the moment. Like I'll just have them stop for just a minute and just really tune into 
like the birds singing or turn tune into the breeze on their face or, or mm-hmm. something like that, especially it's in a teaching situation and we're with their horses. But I think just in general, like I try to, um, if I'm just around students and just like, you know, when we have people coming for clinics and just managing people, it's a lot of just really listening, listening to them. And really, I, I tend to like really take a deep breath myself and just mm-hmm. try to ground myself. So I'm really thinking about that and, and trying to be just there in that moment that they really feel that I'm, I'm listening and there for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've witnessed this. <laughs> There's a reason I like to have you at my clinics here, here at home, because, you know, it's like, Sean is like a walking wind chime. Like you just, people get around her and they just, <sighs> you know, take that breath. So, yeah, but I love that. And it, it explains, you know, anybody who's, um, interacted with dressage naturally you've probably emailed with shauna and shauna you're the one that does the consult so we have these private consults where you know if you're just wondering like hey you know which dressage naturally resource can help you or you know how do i get through this problem you can call up and book a private consult and when you do that you get shauna (laughs) and i think it's because you're so you're just really good at that and um putting people at ease and giving people and listening to people and then just go you know giving some some helpful advice so really really Mm -hmm. cool uh and it's so it's been so much so much fun to talk to them so many different people yeah (sighs) Yeah, you get to talk to people all over the world with all different kinds of horses. Hey everyone, a quick message to let you know about a really exciting limited time opportunity for learning at no extra cost. So now you've heard me rave about the video classroom. It's my video training library, and it's where you go to see this podcast in action with videos on pretty much everything that I teach. But for May, June, and July, we are going to be doing extra monthly live Q&A calls. And anyone who's in the classroom gets to attend at no extra cost. We've never offered this before. So it's a pretty cool opportunity. So this is such a great time to be able to speak with a real person, to get your questions answered, either about a particular video that you watched, or a challenge that you're having with your horse. Now the video classroom, I think, is always the best deal. And for May, June, and July, it is going to be amazing. So go to dressagenaturally.net slash classroom and start your subscription today. There's always a one week free trial to check it out. Again, dressagenaturally.net slash classroom. Okay, now back to the pod. Yeah. And that's the other thing I wanted to um, talk with you about because you have, you're in such a position to hear from so many different people who are dressage Mm -hmm. naturally students, or they just found out about dressage naturally, but through, you know, the lessons you teach, the clinics you've done, the clinics you've watched, all the emails that Mm -hmm. come in, they go through you Mm -hmm. first, you know, I see this, I see a lot of them too, but um, often you're the first one Mm -hmm. that sees them, the private consult, Mm -hmm. your coach inside the virtual courses, like you've got a pretty cool perspective. So 
I'm I'm curious yeah. if you've seen some common common challenges that that students have expressed and you know what's been your advice or you know to those for those common challenges yeah so I, I was thinking about that and a couple things um because I see a lot of people um and talk to a lot of people when they call and they're looking for like a way to get help right or a way to like how can I progress with my horsemanship or I'm not really sure what I'm doing wrong or things I should be doing and they're really frustrated they really let that frustration kind of creep into like what they're trying to figure out with their horse why they aren't progressing enough why you know another thing is like I just don't have time with my horse can I even do this thing can I learn from this program because I don't you know I'm busy I have this family and I have all these things going on and you know that um they just seem to be really frustrated with um, where they are with their horsemanship stuff. And that's, um, you know, and it keeps them from being right in the moment with their horses. Um, and then the biggest thing that's helped me with that is just really like practicing mindfulness. So I help them, you know, really see that. And then it's like when they are frustrated, you know, there's um, um like the courses that we, you know, I try to help them see like that these courses that we have will really help them start to progress because they, they really don't know where to start. The other thing is like there, there's so many things out there they're trying to navigate through, right? So many different ways to, um, uh, or systems like to try to figure out like which one which what is the system, you know, or is this really going to help me? Can I really do this online thing you know nobody lives in you know I don't have a, an instructor right here to learn from so I don't know if this online thing can help me or or work for me or like I'm just not like I, I need someone there to teach me in person you know or that's what they yeah. they want so so I really you know my advice would be that they they can learn like that's I mean we've seen so many people so many people have signed up for this these courses and and I really try to help them it's like that these courses are some they're going to take have them for a lifetime right like mm -hmm. every one of your courses like no matter what they're studying or what discipline they they want to do it's it's going to help them yeah and we've seen it happen like we i mean we get emails so many emails every week almost every day people saying oh my goodness like these courses have changed my life with my horse I'm so happy I mean I just talked to someone yesterday and she's just like I can't like I just can't believe how different my horse is she's like you remember when I talked to you on that call and you said just trust me you know it'll be so so different your horse you're gonna be so happy and your horse is gonna be so happy um so I think that's you know, just really encourage them to slow things way down, to get curious about the things that they can can do with their horse. And because that's been really something that's helped me, you know, through the past few years, you know, like I've had these different challenges with my back and haven't been able to ride or, mm -hmm. you know, just with life in general. And that comes up so many times. That's challenges, you know, with people, with their horses, they haven't been able to do that. But I really decided like, I still, I'm still going to be with my horse. So I can't ride for this block of time, but I can, what can I do with him? You have that podcast on that. Like, it's like, what can I do? How can I be with my horse? It really helped me to 
even go deeper into that just being in the moment with my horse and really seeing what they needed and really figuring out each each horse mm-hmm. I think it helped me so much with my horse Jackson because he yeah. was a horse you know he's been a challenge for me <laughs> but like just taking the time to really like I learned so much about him during that time that that really helped me um, be able to progress when I started riding again. Yeah. So I think that that's huge. And um, and then some another saying I think I've I've changed for myself instead of always thinking, you know, some people have to drive to the barn or they've got to go. It's like oh I I have to go out and get this done with the horses or I have to get this. I was like I changed that to every time anytime I say I have to I change it to I get to and that's made a big shift like I get to go do this with my horse or I get to like you know go do this thing or I get to go to work today or I get you know like all all of the ways that I could just shift that perspective and not get like so um, frustrated by my situation of not being able to ride because of my back and then it really like helped me get more curious about what are the things I could do and that's what led me to really thinking maybe I should invest in myself and and I hired the personal trainer and and that's made a huge difference in 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 myself so I think think that is that's some challenges I hear with a lot of people just to me, it's like they don't, you know, it's hard for them to manage the time and find the time and really feeling like they can progress or what system is it or the amount of money they can spend, you know. It's like, how do I know that investing my money in this course, like, is going to make a difference? Like, oh, that course costs so much and I just want to make sure. <laughs> and I can say, like, do it <laughs> because, like, you'll save so much money in the end. Like, we have so many people tell us that it was the best money I've ever spent oh, So cool. was on on your courses. So that's so fun to hear that, you know. Yeah, we get we get to hear, especially yeah. you, we get to hear the before and after. And and it's like the piece that, that's so cool that I feel you keep coming back to is the um, – the common thing of all the challenges from the people it it's like there's a challenge and then there's frustration and we need to somehow like i think that's what we we really do inside the courses and just with any student at a clinic it's like take that that frustration and we've got to turn it into curiosity it's like just take a breath break that cycle of tension you know there's the theme again and just get to a yeah. place where mm-hmm. you're here and like, okay, from here, what can we do? You know, I love that. What what do I get yeah. to do? It's just yeah. so much so much of horsemanship and life is just reframing it and and mm-hmm. finding a way to break break those patterns mm-hmm. of tension and they can creep on in, in our words and mm-hmm. then our words become our actions. What's that mm-hmm. quote? You know, our thoughts become our words, our words become our actions. Mm-hmm. Um so important it's like whatever the challenge is we have to approach it with with a curiosity and a and yeah I guess it does feel like trust like Mm -hmm. yeah this can this can improve Mm -hmm. and I think that's what's I'm so proud of with with the stuff that we've created is that we have that piece in there you know it's not just another bunch of exercises it's like we we've got to get you in that place where you're feeling hopeful and feeling calm and positive and curious. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I love that about your programs and the way you teach because I think that's that's made such a big difference in in how first I teach and my students and myself. It's just it's like when your horse does something, it's like, oh my goodness, you're so beautiful. Look at you. Oh my gosh. Okay, well maybe we could do this now. Or like, how about this thing? <laughs> you know? And like really like that like you say, get curious about how you can can do it and what what can be done to help them and just really having that that it's like, how can I help you? And and I love that. I think about that with my students. I you know, that I teach, like, it's like, how can I help them? I find myself thinking about that so, so much and um, helping them progress and helping their, their horses. And, um, but I, and going back to like, you know, dissolving that tension, right. That they're feeling dissolving the frustration and giving them the hope and, and that they can trust that this system is, it does work. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that they can, and you've just made it so simple for people and having that step-by-step online courses that they can learn at home because that's the other thing I've heard people say like um, once they've took the courses it's like it it really filled in everything it was a way for them to um, to go back you know just they didn't have to remember everything they could go back and watch it again right they could go back and watch that video and really get clarity on what you were saying or trying to convey and then they go watch it again and they got another piece that they didn't catch the first time Mm -hmm. and and then can just keep progressing and stuff from that so I think that's the other thing too that that it really like helps fit all the pieces together you know yeah and it helps them to put it all together yeah and that even that that comes back to the mindset again because the mindset of of the person who says I'm going to take responsibility for this piece so it's easy to you know do the lessons and the and the the one-on-one lessons of course they're they're excellent (laughs) but you know then when they take the step on top of that and go and I'm gonna do the home study I'm gonna you know do this extra step and study this you know back in my own there's it's um it's a little bit about the content which of course I think is amazing but it's it's a lot about that shift of going you know, I'm going to be, I can do this and I'm going to take what I learned in lesson. Now I'm going to go watch three other videos on that same subject. And then I'm going to practice, you know, watch that video before I ride my horse. So it's, it's definitely a little bit about the content, but it's about the, that kind of curious, uh, curious, Mm -hmm. you know, self-starter kind of mind that like, that there's that trust that they can go for their dream. And we're here to help. Yeah, but it's their it's yeah. like their dream. It's that that and I guess that's the empowerment piece that that I, mm-hmm. I I love so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that because most of my students I have locally are all in either the video classroom or they're in the video classroom and the courses. Most of them are in at least one of the courses here, and it just makes it so easy to teach them and to help them see, you know, and make progress because they can go, you know, revisit those lessons. Like you said, they can go watch a few other videos and it's like getting that lesson all over again because I can be like, hey, here, I'll shoot you some videos to watch. And this is just what we like played with today. And now they get to go keep that fresh in their mind as they play with it over the next, you know, couple weeks before I get back. And um, so that that's what's amazing, too. 
about yeah. that too. And then the courses, of course, the community of people and support. Like I just, I love, love that about your, yeah. your the courses and seeing people post about everything. Yeah. It's so fun having you, you know, so, so deep in the business that like you get to see that too, because I get to see that, you know, with the mm -hmm. Facebook groups and, you know, seeing the people that come through an email and then after a few months, it's like their family and we know their horses and we know, you know, and we get, we get to really witness all that too, which is why, you know, why we can hear, you know, Shauna's excitement about the students who come to us. So yeah. it's just, it's fun. Yeah. It's been fun creating this, you know, with you a big part of it. Um, yeah, so cool. I love it. So in, the, uh, besides the advice of, yeah, use all the DN resources, <laughs> what would be, <laughs> what, what would be, um, some pieces of advice to, to leave people with, um, to give them, give them some, some hope or some, yeah. What would be your advice to, to people out there listening? Yeah, I um, I think like, well, for me or to like what I tell students to is to, um, you know, to to take it slow. Like, you, there is hope. We're we're here for you. You know, you can reach out to us. We want people to feel like that they're connected to us, that they can get support, and and also to, to you know to set simple goals for themselves to set, set some goals, set some simple goals. And that way that they feel successful and their horses feel successful. I felt that with myself, you know, I can feel happy. I'm reaching those goals. So, and then if they, you know, if they are frustrated to like, just figure out a way to release that frustration, right? Like release that frustration, release that tension so that they can focus and be in the moment with their horses. I think that's, that's a thing, that frustration, that, um, that stress of maybe not being able to get this or that done with their horses, like takes them out of the moment of really being there. So like, you know, just get rid of that, find a way, find a technique, whether, you know, look into the tapping for yourself, there's free tapping apps or whatever it is to be able to practice that mindfulness and be able to show up for your, your horses and to, ha to have fun and, and um, I, I, feel, I feel like that's that's one thing for myself that I've I really try to do to just create more harmony, you know, find a way to create more harmony with your horses and just enjoy, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey because it's it's your journey. Right. I think sometimes we get so into like comparing ourselves to other people and wanting to be where someone else is. But just like, you know, it's your journey like and and you can you that can be however you want it to be but yeah awesome beautiful advice yeah. thank you so much it's fun talking to you on the podcast no, and, <laughs> instead of always just in my kitchen <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah this was this was fun <laughs> got to share a few things that i don't get to <laughs> I don't get to share. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you again for for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you here again. Yeah. Here soon. <laughs> All right. Bye. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> bye. If this episode resonates with you, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Training horses is a long game. The more you listen, the more pieces of the puzzle you'll have. 
To see all your learning resources, visit dressagenaturally.net. That's where you'll find free videos, online courses, my book. You can sign up for my Wednesday Wisdom email or even book a private consult. Most of all, remember, you got this. Never underestimate the possibility for things to improve in ways you cannot yet imagine. Till next time, love your horse, move in harmony, and enjoy the process.